Well, hello, internet friends near and far. Welcome to another episode of Parks and Conversation. This is a podcast where we talk about an episode of the NBC classic sitcom Parks and Recreation. And uh, my name is Jason, and I'm joined all the way across town by the power of the internet by my friend Jeremy. Say hello, Jeremy. Hey, how's it going? Man, it is going well. Uh, I uh, have a weather update. There's no snow in my backyard. So that's nice. That's where we're recording this. Yeah, that was a crazy couple of a couple of weeks, it seemed, where there was just more snow and then threat of more snow. And uh, now it's just back to the darkness of the wintertime in the Pacific Northwest. Every day I drop my my daughter off at school and we both comment. It's so dark. I'm going to go home and take a nap. Uh, Yeah, I haven't yet. But I think about it. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, we'll see how the show goes. Yeah, we will see. But this episode is uh, a super fun episode. I really enjoy this one. Um, I mean, that's one of the reasons why we have this podcast is because I enjoy most of these episodes. And so do you, Jeremy. So uh, but this is season four, episode 21, The Bus Tour. And uh, do you think there's podcasts out there where people are just like, man, I really hate this show. Let's talk about it. Yeah, they call it like hate hate watching and hate binging and yeah, people hate stuff and then they hate it just so they can talk about it so they can be part of the cultural conversation. And, uh, that's not really something I care about. I hate that. No. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about them. Let's have a podcast about them. How I much do, we hate them. I am waiting for like the, I don't watch a lot of cable television anymore, but like E the E network, is that even a thing anymore? I don't know. Uh, but they would do. Like, I, I think it's. I think it's pronounced E. Oh, I wasn't. I wasn't exuberant enough. Um, but yeah, there's an exclamation mark. At, right. Okay. I'll try again. The E network. Was that it? There you go. Okay. And now I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Okay. So they, you know how like Joel McHale had the soup, which yes. was his show where he talked about different things on pop culture. I I have <laughs> not yet found it, but I am just waiting for a e network of podcasts that just talk about other podcasts and <laughs> i'm sure it's going to happen i mean that that's just how technology or you know entertainment works um but yeah we'll see we'll see it's podcasts all the way down mhm mhm yeah it was part of the government stimulus package for 2021 <laughs> everybody gets a podcast <laughs> so um and uh, yeah, listener, thank you. And let us know about your podcast. You can email us at parksandconversation at gmail.com. And uh, yeah, include a link, like and subscribe, tell your friends. And this episode is brought to you by mattresses. Aren't they great? Mattresses. We got podcast <laughs> battles. <laughs> like, you know, like like those rap battles, rap beefs, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. like somebody talks about us, we'll talk about you. We'll just totally just bolster oh, you, but we'll be friends in real life. And then... Uh, you know, but we just get all those sweet, sweet listeners. And then we do love. get those Casper, those Casper, uh, Casper, Casper <laughs> promos. I would love yeah. to have a podcast nemesis. So <laughs> no. Yeah. Why not? I'm, I'm leaning into the former president's method of being in the world. All publicity is good publicity. Uh, and wow, so okay. <clears throat> listen, Conan O'Brien. <laughs> Calling you out, Mark Marin. Yeah. Conan, Mark, who do you think you are? Podcasting. Not, not talking to us. Yeah. 
So now that now that you've been called out, what are you going to do? If you don't respond, you're a coward. <laughs> That's right. We win. We win podcasts. <laughs> we win podcasts. Yeah. Wow. So who else can they call out? Um, <laughs> there's some people who I just don't want them them to know I even exist, though. Their names rhyme with <laughs> their name rhymes with O Ogan. I <laughs> just oh, that guy. He's what? Yeah. Anyway, I, I won't say it. Listen, if you like O Ogan, good for you. <laughs> good for you. Oh, uh, anyway, the bus tour. Road Jogan. All right, the bus tour. Oh yeah, our podcast. Let's do this one. Yeah, this is a good stop, one. I like. Stop it. throwing stones and start building right. bridges With, into this conversation. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like a like a bridge of butter. With a lot of stones in it. Yeah, it's you know good. So uh, this the campaign's almost over, and the uh, the the episode starts with Ben sharing some big news, which quickly devolves into Ben and Leslie just flirting with each other, which is annoying. And Anne speaks for all of us in this moment when she says, "Hey, were you going to tell us something?" I I I felt it all the way in my bones, uh, the way Anne responded. I was like, yes, I too am annoyed by their flirting. Um, and the big news <laughs> is that they have pulled behind two Bobby Newport by only two points. So they're gaining on them and everybody's excited. And so they're going to do a campaign blitz living in this giant motorhome tour bus, the SS Nope, uh, for the next 24 hours. Um, and, uh, Leslie also springs on a Ben that she hopes that they might live in that, that, that bus forever. Um, and, uh, Ben is not on board, uh, with that. So, yeah, so it gets off like to say, like, this is going to be the, the final push of the campaign. Um, and it cuts to a talking head where Leslie is, um, envisioning her swearing in, uh, and, uh, <laughs> I just love her optimism on how big of a deal she thinks this should be um, mm -hmm. because she's got tons of press applause from the crowd, flashing cameras, and she can see out in the crowd, president Obama smiling at me. He made it. <laughs> I didn't think he would come, but he made it. Hey buddy. <laughs> <laughs> and then it cuts to the credits. Um, that is, I think, if I ever meet President Obama, I think this should just be our official greeting for for His Majesty President Obama. Hey, buddy. <laughs> but you had to do it with your eyes closed. You yeah. really... Hey, buddy. <clears throat> I think that would hey, buddy. be totally applicable and well within protocol. But I'm not a protocol-tician. So, um, <clears throat> so this episode, it starts off with this this blitz here that's going on and all of the different plot lines follow along uh, the last days of the campaign. And uh, there are three major plot lines and then a, a subplot line. And uh, and so we've got Andy trying to solve the mystery of, of the pie attack. We've got Tom, mm -hmm. Donna, and uh, Ron trying to get some vans to pick up seniors. And then the main uh, campaign team Leslie, Ben, and and uh, April trying to get out the votes. And then there's a subplot of Chris and his depressing loneliness. So where do we want to start, Jeremy? Uh, let's start with the beginning of, of everything. Sorry, I okay. clicked on something else, so I didn't have it. Um, <laughs> I don't know. 
I think the pie the pie one was pretty funny. Where does the whole thing ends um with Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Where do you think we should start? Well, I think if we go with Andy Now let's start with Tom. Tom's situation. It's the most removed. And then we go to Andy and the campaign and we can talk about Chris's deal in the in as we work through the campaign stuff. This How's is the that part the listeners love the most. Our yeah. our planning. Yeah. I'm fine with it. So Okay. All right. So, listener, so just so you know, I've color-coded all these scenes. And so the Tom scene is yellow. So as you're thinking about it, <laughs> think the color yellow. Yellow. Is that Which helping? kind of fits Tom, you know? Well, yeah. Because he's a coward? Paint a word picture of your... Yeah, exactly. So, all right. So <clears throat> as they're on the bus, uh, Tom gets this call that they have a problem, that the, uh, the vans that they rented to pick up senior citizens... Are no longer available and so leslie sends tom and don and ron donna and ron to go figure it out um and tom is like i, I love leslie uh you know tom says i'll use my legendary have her, have her for charm and leslie's like i have total faith in you take donna and ron <laughs> like you can't do this tom <laughs> by yourself so nope. let's send some some people alongside and so they go and they see bill who um i love the actor who plays bill i I can't remember his Mike, name. Michael Malley. Michael Malley. Yes. I love Mike, Michael Malley. Michael Malley. In everything that I've seen him in, I'm like, I think you may be the best part of this episode. And mm-hmm. I don't know why I like him so much. It might just be because he uh, plays just such a smarmy person so well. I don't know. Um, but I love Michael Malley. And he is the he's Bill, the car rental owner person. Um, and, uh, so Tom goes, uh, with the crew and, uh, Bill's like, Hey, you brought the whole posse with you. And he's like, I'm not changing my mind. Um, the price was $900, but now it's 10,000 because the Newport campaign just gave me $10,000, just park the vans anywhere. And so I'm going with that. Uh, and that's a uh, lot of money. It is. It is. They have a ton of money with the Newport campaign. That the less the the note campaign just doesn't have, so they feel like they are kind of stuck here. Um, and Tom's plan is like, you know, he's gonna he's just playing hardball. Let's uh, let's in a few minutes we'll go in and I'll we'll give our demands and then I'm gonna start crying. <laughs> so <laughs> that's uh, that's Tom. That's why I chose yellow. Um, number number one negotiating tactic in yeah. uh, how to win people, influence people, and win friends. Right, just, just cry, cry at them. Um, and, uh, so then when it comes back to this, this crew, uh, Donna is saying to, to Bill, like, if you park your vans and you don't get anything other than money, but if you let us pay you to take these vans out, you get free publicity where, you know, everybody's going to see your logo on the van. Uh, and Donna points out, it's just, uh, you pressed up on some chick with huge cans and Bill's like, yeah, everybody needs to know about that day. <laughs> That's good. That's a good day. <laughs> and and he's like i don't need your publicity i'll buy more with my ten thousand uh, dollars and so then tom tries to give him like an a, in on the ground floor of one of his many business ideas uh alcoholic yogurt <laughs> yogurt, yogurt platinum, platinum. <laughs> oh. sounds awful uh and would I you do even... like, like would you have to put it like a, would you have to put it like a gogurt style thing like like I don't see like getting like people are like getting tipsy with a spoon, you know, that's just <laughs> that's yeah. too much silverware I, for that I do, situation. I do think it would have to be go Uh Yeah. 
And yeah, and this is probably why it would never pass the Food and Drug Administration is because it would look too much like Gogurt and children would grab the yogurt platinum on accident when they're trying to get their strawberry banana Gogurt uh, and uh, probably get a little Instead too of the strawberry, wasted. It's, it's strawberry b- banana daiquiri <laughs> <laughs> platinum. <laughs> oh man. And you know, have you ever tried to make your own yogurt? uh i mean no no No. not at all good good my mom my mom makes yogurt i don't even know how you would do that how do you do that i would she she uses her take plain yogurt and put stuff in it is not how it works (laughs) yes i'm a yogurt chef uh like where does yogurt come from just i thought it was just a thing like here's yogurt. like it's one of the elements yogurt (laughs) it comes out of a cow that way (laughs) yes (laughs) yogurt cows (laughs) no it's uh you know they they I don't know how it all works, but there's heat involved. Okay. They, like my, my mom, my yogurt has always been cold. Mine too. Uh, except when we went to Cuba and found that they just store the yogurt <laughs> on the shelf, which it's true. Mm-hmm. I mean, there were, there are many problems with the uh, Cuban regime. And that was one that I was like, I cannot, I, the, the embargo must stand. <laughs> we can't let this continue. Um, we, we, can, we can't let warm yogurt get out into the free world. No, no gross. Um, my mom used her instant pot to make her own yogurt okay so i don't know how you would it was instantly disgusting i i I didn't have any um i don't know how you would incorporate alcohol into this whole process which is i don't know tom has a lot of ideas this is a terrible one and bill points (laughs) it out that you know i don't need your bad idea because i'll just start myself with ten thousand dollars and and tom like no he's gonna steal yogurt platinum And, and bill's just like no, I'm not. Because <laughs> Bill knows. It's <laughs> like, like Ron's going to do something about it. Like, right. Tell on him. Um, so, so Ron asked Don, Donna, and uh, Tom to leave, and he's just going to talk to him man to man. And Ron's like, "Look, I understand. I appreciate your uh, devotion to the free, your slavish devotion to the free market, but you can't just cut back on a contract because your word is uh, is sacred and bill's response is where do, where do you stand on pinky swears george washington um <laughs> and then ron is like look i'll match it i'll give you ten thousand dollars because we know ron is a man of means he has money mm-hmm. he may have buried mm-hmm. gold in many places around pawnee um or and, not and he even has decoy gold in some places uh so like they're i mean Tom gold to, yeah, Ron has money, but then Bill says, nope, now it's 12000 And uh, he recognizes that he has a moment here with the only thing he has is these vans and there's a bidding war for them. And then the price goes up to 15000 And so there's no Whoa. way that they're going to get these vans. And so they sit as they're leaving. They're, Tom's on, get on the phone in the back of Donna's Benz and it's like, there's no vans within 50 miles. And for someone, for some reason, no one wants to lend me. $10,000. Uh, and, and Ron <laughs> is like, look, we, we can't, even if we had it, we can't do this because he's just going to demand more. And Ron can say this because that's exactly what happened to him. Like I have $10,000 and bill is terrible. Um, and bill as they're in the driveway to the parking lot and bill's trying to leave and Don is blocking the way. And Tom's just like, just stay here. Uh, don't let him out. And, um, and Donna is, is, having not having it here right um and so bill we got it we got to 
we could kind of go back to just they set the stage a little bit by when Donna drives them to the place as they're getting out. She hands Tom his shoes in a bag because oh, she had that. him take his shoes off. <laughs> yeah, she had, she had to take, take his shoes off. And then Ron had been eating a sandwich when they left. And she's like, uh, you know, I'm fine with you eating your sandwich here, but don't leave any meat behind. He's like, I never leave meat behind. I'm, I'm a man of it's a, it, it's a thing of honor. And she yeah. hands him a dustbuster. <laughs> I didn't see any of this in my the episode I watched. Oh man! Oh, must have been the extended. The oh, the director's cut. It's fine. Yeah. Oh man! Now I'm, I'm just scrolling the, back the here DVD. because I do not have it. Oh. Oh, sorry. It was you in the. It was in the director. I watched the. I watched the DVD. Yeah, and so so it really sets up kind of like how much she really loves her Benz. That's all yeah. I was trying to say. She loves her Benz. When they tried to move Tom out of his house after him and Wendy divorced, she put one, one box, box in the back <laughs> of her Benz. You know, so right. she's not like her, her baby's delicate. Right. And so yeah. Bill is getting more and more frustrated and he bumps her car. And Donna is is not OK with this. And so she's like, you guys got your seatbelts on. And uh, and she's like, yeah. And so then she just speeds back into Bill's truck. Uh, and gets out and is like, you just rear-ended me. <laughs> and Bill's like, that's not what happened. And Don, Don is like, I got witnesses. And Tom's like, yeah, it went down just like my girl said. And uh, you mean, <laughs> you mean, bald man. And then Bill's like, what about you? A man's word is sacred. And Ron's like, yeah, but you're a swear word. <laughs> uh, and so Ron, Ron is uh on board with Donna's plan and and Donna's like, look, we can settle this now. I will accept payment in van rentals. Got and him. So, yeah. Totally got him. So the vans are coming through, which is great. So go pick up those old people. Go get them tomorrow. Not today. They're they're already in bed. Uh <laughs> diversity <laughs> tomorrow soup. because today is almost I over. I, <laughs> I say that like it's a bad thing, but I really like soup. Soup is awesome. I'm a fan of Wait, soup. what did you say? Diversity tomorrow? Because today's what? Almost over. Oh, yeah. From the yep, office. Yep. If you are a racist, yep, there. I will attack you with the North. End of video. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so Andy, Andy's plot line here is head of security. Uh, they're on the, the, the minivan and he um, is telling people what's going on, that Leslie uh, was attacked by a pie and there's a video of a pie attack and it hits Jerry in the face and Jerry or Andy even says, luckily it only hit Jerry. So no damage was done. Um, <laughs> and, uh, this evidence, the only evidence is this video shot by April. Um, and so this is, this is my case. I'm on it. Bert Macklin's greatest assignment yet. Uh, and then he starts Macklin's back. Yeah, I'm in back again. He's not, messing around and so he is looking through all of the cupboards one of my favorite parts of this in the motorhome and like they're all above all the seating areas and he leans right in to, to ben um <laughs> and so ben is just getting andy's crotch right in his face he's like no um as he's looking through all the cabinets and uh, then ben is uh andy gives uh security names uh so he's eagle one and has been there done that april is currently doing that Don is it happened once in a dream. Chris is if I had to pick a dude and Ben is Eagle too. <laughs> oh, thank goodness. <laughs> and so what, he, would, what would Tom, what would Tom's been? I don't like know. Tom to get a nickname. Tom didn't get one. Ron didn't get one. We find out later um, that uh, 
uh, when the next time they are at the campaign, um, <laughs> Andy, we find Leslie's nickname is I'd be lying if I said I hadn't thought about it. <laughs> okay. Everybody <laughs> got one. Almost everyone got one. Or a Donna nickname. So, uh, yeah. So no, the, Donna is it happened in once in a dream. Oh, it happened once in a dream. No, yeah, Jerry right. nickname. Jerry. Yes, which is good. Um, so we continue down this line and Andy is, uh, investigating. And the next time we focus in on this is Andy's staring at, at off camera. He said, I've been staring at this board for days. And then it cuts to the board and it's just a picture of Leslie and a picture of Pi and a single string connecting the two. <laughs> so he's got his conspiracy <laughs> wall up and just one line. <laughs> That's all he's got. And so he's like, all right, Jerry, we're going to do this again. Uh, there's got to be something we missed. And so he has a pie and has Jerry and is like reenacting the pie hitting Jerry's face. And uh, and he's like, did it come in like this? And Jerry's like, yeah. And no, I was like, no, it's actually higher. Uh, and then he starts squishing it in. He's like, Jerry, don't close your eyes. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, so they, they, shoot, they, they show like, let's uh, go clean yourself up and we'll take it from the top. And they show like a whole table of pies. He's going to go through yeah. do this over and over again. <laughs> this is his whole uh, strategy for solving this crime. Uh, this is this attack. Yeah, who's and, protecting Leslie? Like it. <laughs> yeah. Good point. Uh, Leslie's just out there on her own with no security. Um, yeah. And then uh, we'll see Andy come at it again. And this is where he's actually solving the crime um, because he sees Leslie leaving the building and Jerry's with him. Uh, and then um, he's like, all right, Leslie was in front of you. So the assailant had terrible aim or Leslie wasn't the target. And behind Le behind Jerry, we see Ben. And so Ben, uh, Andy realizes that Ben was the target and he circles him with permanent marker on the TV on the motor home that they're renting. Uh, and uh, and so and he's like, go, go, <laughs> go find a list of everyone Ben's ever fired. Um, and so. Uh, that's their their suspect list, and we find that who the suspect is during the credit scene. As at the end of the day, Andy comes up, and there's Sewage Joe, who was fired for sending a picture of his penis to everyone. Um, and you've come here to pie Ben, and uh, and Joe's like, "Yep." Andy's response is like, "I dare you! I dare you!" And so Sewage Joe does, <laughs> and then they arrest him. <laughs> They arrest him and Andy is like, yeah, hey, I did it. <laughs> I solved the problem. Um, yeah. So good job, Bert. Good job. Yeah, but it did. It did come from a from a high angle because Sewage Joe's a very tall individual. He is. I mean, that's yeah. that good sleuthing. Good detective work. Yep. So just, they, you know, could actually stop the next crime. Yeah. Maybe, maybe try harder next time, Andy. Be a try hard. Uh, so. They uh, as they're on the bus, though, we also see that it, Leslie all the way back to the beginning, Leslie is assigning people different things. And she asked April to go get her some uh, some coffee. And it was like, I'm on it. And Chris is like, no, I have to go. I have to keep moving. Otherwise, um, <laughs> I will die, essentially, um, because as we hear in his talking head, he's had, had a very difficult year uh, romantically with Millicent Gergich and Perkins. And he's professor, a lot of disappointments. And so he needs to stay busy, stay occupied. Otherwise, he'll get into his thought, his, his thought place. And, uh, that's not a great place. So Chris is going to be wearing his bumble flex shirt that we met when Leslie was on suspension. 
and he has affixed uh, Leslie's face to it because he's on Team Nope. <laughs> um, and so he's just going to be doing errands most of the day, essentially. Uh, and so then we cut to the park where uh, Aunt Leslie's first campaign event is. And this is where we learn the uh, Leslie's nickname or code name. I'd be lying if I hadn't thought about it in a dream or I'd be lying if I said I hadn't thought about it. Uh, and so they're going through the whole uh, the campaign stump speech. Uh, and, you know, she's got some consistent messaging. She wants better schools, cleaner streets, expel the violent gangs of geese in Detweiler Square, and finally eliminate the city's libraries. <laughs> and that's where she gets the applause line. Two applause, yeah. <laughs> um, and it cuts to a talking head about how Ben and, and they've worked to make this a well-oiled machine. The speech is only 10 minutes, 40 seconds. And then he can even time out like this is where the laugh's going to be. Big laugh in the distance. Uh, and then and then this is where it goes silence after Leslie tries to do a Rodney Dangerfield impression. Um, and it's really bad. And uh, yeah, and Ben's like, she doesn't, it never works, but she insists on trying. Um, yeah. So the uh, speech is going great. And then she's like, we deserve better than the Newports trying to exploit our city together. We can build a better Pawnee and then it kicks in to get on your feet and dancers come out and they start shooting shirts out of cannons. And Ben points out that everybody says they care about issues at the end of the day, all anyone really wants is free clothing shot at them from a cannon, which that was hilarious. That Like the one guy, like everyone's wearing their Nope t-shirts, their blue dope t-shirts and they're shooting out more blue dope t-shirts and this one guy gets one and he's like super pumped because yeah. i mean it's the same t-shirt he was already wearing right he's like but yeah i got a free t-shirt <laughs> no i've got two um, i got two <laughs> yeah it's kind of like when uh in the future ben wins a blue shirt <laughs> look how blue it is <laughs> <laughs> yeah for sparkle water uh <laughs> Look how blue it is. Um, all right. So then it cuts to another campaign event and uh, Leslie's doing this, the stump speech uh, and a reporter asks Leslie, can you comment on uh, Bobby's father, Nick Newport? And she says he's been intimidating and bullying, poisoning this town for years. Frankly, he's a jerk. And if he thinks he can buy this election for his son, he's wrong. Reporter finishes the question. I meant, can you comment on Nick Newport dying earlier today? <laughs> and Leslie's like, he died. And she's shocked. And her response is, I sad. <laughs> so, so your official response? <laughs> I sad. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> she's like, no, it's overall a bummer. Oof. <laughs> I, I read on we... IMDb. <laughs> yeah. What? You said you read on IMDb? No, I just I read on on uh on the um on the trivia on IMDb that that whole bummer line is was based on um Paul McCartney's reaction to John Lennon's death. No. What? Because I guess because I guess Paul Paul McCartney said that was a bummer. Oh no. Oh. That's so. that's not cool. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> wow. You really pulled the pulled the joy right out of this. My, <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> Well, anyway, uh, so then uh, what happens, Jason? Well, then Leslie's like, and together we could build a better pony. She's just trying to get off the stage, but then the that's the cue for the music to play and the shirt cannons to come out. Um, and uh, and then it cuts to uh, the TV. Leslie saying, frankly, he's a real jerk. And Perd Happily is saying harsh words, but this reporter does love those t-shirt cannons. And they need to change thought? that song. 
get on your get on your feet just doesn't isn't really working for them no and it is a bad it's an omen of bad things to come um yeah. and so then jen is like look look at look this is not a time for politics i'm calling on Melissa to cancel all her campaign events out of respect for the newport family um and uh, anything else would be a classless move on par with spray painting nipples on the lincoln memorial (laughs) (laughs) which i'm surprised nobody's done (laughs) it's very very uh uh, specific it's very (laughs) very specific thing jen said there uh so then it, they're they're in the van watching this and they Leslie has an emergency meeting saying, like, what do we have to do? And Anne is like, we need to stop doing campaign events. You called a jet, dead man a jerk. And Ben's like, it's unfortunate, but the stakes are too high. We have to keep going. Uh, and so they're back and forth for a while. Um, and uh, Leslie turns to April and April's like, I wasn't listening, but I strongly disagree with Anne. Then she looks to Andy and Andy's response is if the if if the guy if and she moves on uh and chris responds with we should absolutely keep campaigning the worst possible thing we could do is to stop because if the campaign stops we all stop and stopping a certain death who wants a panini anyone (laughs) and then he goes to get sandwiches (laughs) um so leslie says we're gonna stay on on um on the on the campaign but we're gonna do it in a classy and respectful way to get ann off our backs (laughs) Uh, so yeah, high ground there, Leslie. Uh, and so the next campaign mm-hmm. event is Leslie reading to children a book about uh, Groffle the Awful Waffle, a book she wrote and published on behalf of her education initiative. Um, and so she asks for questions to the children. And the first child says, How did Groffle cross the Syrup River? And why did you call Mr. Newport a jerk? <laughs> And, uh, <laughs> and then let's like, well, I shouldn't have done that. We should be respectful of all dead people. I mean, not Stalin or Hitler. I'm not calling him Hitler. <laughs> and then a reporter, uh, who we met a couple episodes ago, uh, is like, Miss Nope, I have a follow up question. Uh, what I'm deciding to call jerk gate. <laughs> Are there any other deceased members of Bobby Newport's family you'd like to attack? <laughs> And quit ducking the waffle question. Did Groffle use a boat of some kind? (laughs) And and, uh, Ben comes in and is like, no, we're done. We're out of here. And then another reporter. Are we to assume that he swam across the Syrup River? (laughs) (laughs) Answer the question. um yeah so then they are back uh brainstorming what to do and uh and's like you've got to apologize to bobby and stop campaign campaigning and ben is like all right let's just do it real quick and then we'll get the details to the press who restores your reputation buys us time it's good we keep doing the thing uh and ann's like that's not gonna work it's just sneaky um and and she doesn't like it and leslie's response is for once this is not about you a man is dead (laughs) um and so then Ben, this is, as I was going through, like, this is Ben's fatal flaw in this whole situation because he called the, the Newport campaign and talked to Bobby's people to give 10 minutes alone with Bobby, which gave Jen the opportunity to know when they were coming because they, right. go, they head on their way over to the Newport estate uh, in their van with Leslie's face on it. And, uh, and they... Or bus, I should say. Uh, and um, they see there's 
a memorial service slash press conference happening that Jen is leading. And the pen realizes it's a trap and they have to get out of here. But to back up out of the thing in the giant bus creates a big beeping. And Jen is trying to have this solemn moment. And here's this bus coming to a memorial service and they back it up and they back it up into a portrait of Nick Newport and they crash it over. So Leslie's face crashes into Nick's face and it's all bad. And Jen is just like, this can't get any worse. can it? Um, she says, I feel like he's dying all over again. <laughs> and as they pull forward, they drag the picture. They're just dragging it into yes. the driveway. Yeah. It's so good. It's, this is, uh, this is like comedy slapstick wonderfulness, all that's going on here because yeah. Like the driver, we don't know who the driver is of this whole situation, but he's in a way that cannot win no matter what. And so we're just focusing on (laughs) our team, the Leslie campaign. And it's like everybody on that bus is like, this was bad. (laughs) So it was very funny. Um, And so fun fact, fact, Jason, Um, the the mansion, uh, IMD. IMDb fact um, that they use for the Newport residence is the same one portrayed as the clamp at home in Beverly Hillbillies, the mansion one they moved into. Yeah, interesting. That That's is a, a way fun more fact. fun fact than uh, Paul McCartney saying bummer about John Lennon's death. <laughs> that is not a to bring that back fact. up again. <laughs> hey, how did he respond when George Harrison died? Did you get that? Uh, no comment. He just had no comment. Okay, that's yeah. good. I think George would have respected that because he was often oh, no, oh, considered sorry. to be. Dang it! I thought <laughs> I thought you were saying what did John Lennon say when he said that. <laughs> So I was like, no comment. <laughs> she said George Harrison. I was like, I don't know. <laughs> George Harrison died after John Lennon died. Come on, get your Beatles history straight. My bad. My kids ask me over and over again, who's dead in this? <laughs> Which one is dead? Two of them are dead. Ringo? No, Ringo's going to live forever. Um, he will live so, forever. Which is amazing. Just waiting uh, for someone to start the music so he can drum. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I love Ringo. He's so he's fun. Um, so uh, as the bus finally parks, <laughs> Leslie comes out is like, hi, sorry, are we late? <laughs> uh, and then it's a commercial break and cuts back to Jen talking to somebody in the, uh, you know, one of the people in the Newport estate saying, hey, I just want to make sure uh, Nick Newport and I had a handshake agreement and I just want to make sure I'm getting paid. <laughs> it was a lot of money. So uh, and uh and then Ben's like, I can't believe you turned this whole situation into a side, a sideshow. And Jen's like, no, you knew I was going to do this. I'm just faster than you because you were going to try to use this to get your uh, reputation back up. And so I know what you're up to. I'm just faster and better at this than you are. Um, and Les is like, we brought a sorry for your lost fruit basket. <laughs> it's very classy. <laughs> no melons, no apples, <laughs> uh, which I think really would have brought a lot of comfort um, to the family. And uh, so and just so, like like pear, like pears, pears and oranges, I guess, and grapes, strawberries. No, man. Um, yeah. So then, um, Jen kind of walks off. He's like, This is Leslie's like, This is all my fault. It, I'm not better than her. And Leslie's like, Yeah, you are. All you need to do is stop and just go apologize to Bobby. And uh, and so, um, Leslie's <laughs> response, Thanks. Where was that advice six hours ago? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and while this is all happening, they're at the house. Chris comes and uh, tells April, like he got all the stuff that she wanted her to do done for him. And then uh, April's like, all right, that's fine. Just go sit down and stop bothering me. And Chris like, I can't, I've had a tough year. Um, and if I, 
am alone with my thoughts. I go to a darker place. And then April's like, listen, listen, you dodged some bullets with some of these relationships and uh, you've got a lot of friends somewhere. <laughs> I assume you're going to be just fine. <laughs> and Chris is like, you're right. I'm going to be just fine. And he tries to affirm this. And then right away, he said, like, I'll be fine. I'm not fine. It didn't work. <laughs> so uh, he has no patience. So Bo- Leslie goes and finds Bobby uh, and he is playing Xbox bowling. Um, and he invites Leslie to play. And uh, Leslie's like, why don't you play on the real one? The camera pans back. There's an actual bowling alley right next to his little TV state setup. And he's like, I like this one because the little guy looks like me. <laughs> um, and using the power of the connect, he waves. Bobby waves and his avatar waves at the same time. It's 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 a fun little moment. Uh, and then if you could see- have like one once if you could have like one splurge in your house, like like a crazy like I'm putting in a a, a swimming pool or mm-hmm. you know I don't know a trampoline room. I I, have, mm-hmm. I don't know what you would like. What what, what would because I think I would have a bowling alley lane. That would be my my one thing. I what I would you would, do like if you could I, have. I would also probably do a bowling alley because it could mul- it could do multiple things. It could also be for archery, a gun range. Oh, there you go. I don't have mm-hmm. a bow and arrow or a gun, but I could because I could also don't currently have a bowling lane. So I mean, <laughs> the world's my oyster at that point. Could have a bunch of oysters. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it, it seems like Lost. a good multi-purpose narrow thing. You know, <laughs> yeah. As far as narrow, as far as narrow rooms go, yeah, that's the best option. But a uh, a pool would also be nice. But or like a uh, a uh, an indoor um, basketball court, mm-hmm. uh, and like those. You know how some gyms like have a track that runs around the top of the basketball court. One of those also. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, oh, wow. that's now you're just expanding your house. Like you're really, really yeah. going for it now. <laughs> oh, oops. I, I put through on a second level in this fantasy room. I mean, if I could do anything, what's, what's sure, gonna, sure. What's I guess that was like, so I'm not, uh, there's a uh, reporter named, or anything. Yeah. There's a reporter named Steve Dennis who on Twitter on Fridays just, uh, shares links to amazing and bizarre Zillow listings. Uh, and, yeah. uh, I love it. I love looking through those. Cause there's some things that he finds are just like, how did anybody say this was a good idea? Like there's a room that is a, it's all like in like a vertigo type, uh, inducing spiral paint job all everywhere. And so nowhere you look, can you actually see any walls or corners, but they're there. <laughs> so it's very, very confusing. Um, yeah. So. That's what I would. I would probably have a vertigo room. <laughs> vertigo room, or a back to or like tank. like one of those halls. <laughs> so in case I ever get hurt. Here we go. Now we're gonna go down the nerd route. Perfect. Perfect. I have a rancor pit in mine. Um, <laughs> yeah. Why not? I mean, if I can yeah, do anything, why not? I mean, right. Uh, I would. <laughs> I would have a hollow. Could really take out my podcast. <laughs> Could really take out my podcast enemies with it, you know? Yes. Yeah. I'm coming after you, Marin. Uh, <laughs> so, um, yeah. So, Bobby's sad. Leslie comes to apologize. He's like, look, I'm sorry you called your dad a jerk. He's like, you know what? It's okay. He was a million old, years old, and he was a kind of a jerk. And I only did this to impress him, and he didn't care. So, Leslie goes and tells a story about how she tried to impress 
her mom by running and in track and she was terrible at it. She hated it. And she came in last and she thought her mom would be disappointed, but her mom was super proud of her. And Bobby's like, wow, that's a great story. I don't get it, but thank you. <laughs> so let's well, so explain it to her. Um, then, you know, you finish the race, uh, win or lose. I bet that your dad was super proud of you that you did this and you, you finished it. And so Bobby's like, thank you. Now I get it. Um, and then, uh, cut to the last scene here. Uh, at the Newport residence with Bobby talking to the pr- the crowd at the memorial service slash press conference. Uh, and he's like, thank you for coming in. Uh, let me tell you a little story. And then he goes and basically tells Leslie's story, except this time he won. And uh, <laughs> it was awesome. And his dad was super proud of me. And, and Bobby closes the story by saying, that's just a great story that happened between me and my dad and nobody else. <laughs> And everybody just like politely claps. Like, oh yeah. And Leslie the whole time is like, that's my story. <laughs> and so but they're but like, Bob, oh, we're dead. We're dead. Yeah. And, and, and but but then Bob's like, uh, before we go, I want to bring up a guest. Uh someone who's been super supportive and mega cool. Leslie, no, come on up here. And he's like, listen, you guys need to be nicer to her. We talked uh person to person. She's really great. And people don't be mean. And if you don't vote for me tomorrow, you should vote for her. <laughs> Because she's super awesome. Leslie, we did it. <laughs> you could see Jen just be like, uh, what's happening? Uh, I'm out. Yeah, she just turns around, walks away. Yeah. Um, and she walks away into the house. And there she finds Chris. Um, and Jen had inquired about Chris in a previous episode. If he, you know, what's his deal with relationships? And she finds Chris sitting there. And is like, hey, hey, uh. Chris, there's uh, 30 bedrooms in this house. Bobby's in one. There's a dead guy in another. The rest are free. What do you say? Uh, and Chris takes him in. And is like, oh, oh, wow, that's very flattering. But you're the opposition. And and uh, Jen's like, look, this campaign's over. Uh, my job is done. And uh, let's just let's just do this. I'm really good at it. And Chris is like, okay. <laughs> so that's Chris's end of the day. Like <laughs> this all worked out for Chris. So. And that's the uh, that's the bus tour. That's the whole episode. So that's so. how that's that that's how that's how Chris gets his depression cured. I guess that's the well, takeaway. Yeah, that's one way. Children. Um, <laughs> so when you're sad, no, don't wait stop, for a Jason. campaign manager that just lost, finished yes. a race. Anyway, yeah, yeah. I think I think that's oh. what we should all take away from this one. So, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Any other uh, fun facts about people dying or anything that you want to share from IMDb? Uh, oh, about the, like, the show? No. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I could find I could find other fun facts about people dying, but I don't know how many are fun. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, nope. this, uh, today, I mean, as we're recording this, I mean, there's some some heaviness in the world around us in entertainment uh, to bring it down a notch. Uh, everybody, I mean, we lost Betty White. Uh, Sydney, Sydney Poitier died today. You know, there's a lot of things going on. Um, and so I just want to encourage everybody, hold your celebrities closely. You know, you don't know how long you will, you won't be able to not know them in real life. So that's what I have to say about that. <laughs> Going to go light some candles here real quick. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but I will say. When John Steve Madden? Martin, Come on. John Madden died too. Yeah, man. Yeah. So many, so many. The lights shine so bright for so long, and these folks were welcome all to the very first podcast old. of <laughs> yeah, they're like a million years old. Welcome to the first podcast of 2022, people. Let's do a quick recap of who died recently. Yeah, in memoriam. Oh, let's but, 
let's not do that. Yeah. I do think though, like I love Betty White, like as much as anybody else, right? She was a treasure. And I wonder, because People Magazine was going to throw her this big 100 year birthday party and they published magazines with her face on it saying they were going to do that. And she died 17 days short of her birthday. And that's right. After all the things have been printed, I think Betty White, as one of the greatest comedians of all time, was like, you know how, you know how I'm going to really do one last joke, one last prank on People Magazine? I'm going to check out early. <laughs> so I, I think she would appreciate that as a joke. Uh, I think she'd be like, yes, absolutely. Let's do this. Um, so Got him. I mean, I don't know Betty White at all other than from right. TV. So, but I think, I think that brings me comfort knowing like, yeah, people magazine did this whole thing. And then she's like, I'm not going to that. <laughs> that's a lot. That's a lot better than everyone else's predictions that she, she was like, Oh man, 2022 is going to be terrible. I'm done. <laughs> I'm out of here. Yeah. We'll see. Uh, she yeah. knew. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. That was terrible as well, man. A- anyway, I should like stop talking about people crying. Of celebrities. This, this <laughs> episode two shall end. <laughs> yes. Uh, quick, quick wrap up thoughts. Uh, as far as, you know, how would you, would you think of this episode? I know you said I, I, in the beginning, you, you really liked it. I love it. Anytime we get, uh, <laughs> we, we get Leslie kind of on the ropes because <laughs> things are not going the way she wants. It's fun for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah. uh, yeah. The the reporters are great as well. Uh, jerk gate, <laughs> all kinds of fun <laughs> stuff. Um, yeah. So the yeah, we got Michael Malley. I love this episode. What 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 do you what are your thoughts? Yeah, same thing. I mean, it's just kind of one of those those uh you know it's the episode before the finale, mm-hmm. and so we had to get through this to get to the big finale. And uh, I but I thought it you know. Yeah, it was really it was it was a lot of fun. All the all the main players again. I, I really like the supporting cast. I thought Donna Donna was awesome in this one. Um, even Jerry's small bits when she's like, "I need somebody that I can." I need when Leslie kind of freaks out. She says, "I need everybody to surround me in order of how much I trust them." And Jerry right. just kind of like starts backing away. So <laughs> yes. you know, little little bits like that. Even though they weren't really featured, it was it was great. And the pie, I mean, obviously it was great. So um, and Andy Burt Macklin, yeah, fan, it was it was a great episode. So. 8.3 on IMDb uh, for what that's worth. And then uh, next week, win, lose, or draw, our next episode. So, um, yeah, there you go. Yeah. It's the, the season votes. four finale. Oh, man. Season four. Can you believe it? Can you believe it? It's almost in the rear view. One more episode, friends. And then season four rides off into the sunset. And then we'll take a, a, a break. No, that's Will not we? true. We just, we just got back. No, no. <laughs> I don't know. So, all right. We don't Let's, we don't follow the show seasons. No, we do our own thing. That's right. We like jazz of podcasting. So, um <laughs> I don't even know what I mean anymore. All right. Uh listener, if you have feedback, like maybe <laughs> be nice. No. Be nice about it. Uh but you can email us parksandconversation at gmail.com. Uh, you can also like and subscribe and tell your friends about it. If you really don't like people, tell your enemies. Uh, you should listen to this. Yeah, and ha- especially, if <laughs> they have a, especially, if, especially if they have a podcast and need somebody to fight. Right. I mean, if you're looking for some podcast nemeses, we're available. I mean, we're, I don't know where we sign up for that, but, you know, let's do it. Craigslist so. ad. Throw one out for us. <laughs> do people still use Craigslist? 
I don't know. You know what I'll do? I'll put it on buy nothing. <laughs> you don't have to pay for my nemesis <laughs> services. <laughs> Free podcast. Pick up at the front of the porch. <laughs> Just let me know you're coming. My dog. So my we're dogs. Done, don't we're done out. with. We're, we're done with this episode. Yeah, somebody else can have it. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll talk to you later. All right. I'll talk to you. Bye. Bye.